Welcome to The Rant. I'm your host, Herman James, and on today's episode, my brother and I are going to be talking about manscaping. Ugh. This part of the podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Ditch the use of the junk drawer scissors and the same beard trimmers you shave your face with to use on your balls. Go to manscaped.com, use promo code HERMAN to save 20% to get waterproof ball trimmers and everything else you can need for your junk at manscaped.com. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for helping the rant to go global. Um, as the past episodes have said, we've talked to some great entrepreneurs and folks down in Australia. And as the intro said, today we've got my brother, the unicorn on to talk to about manscaping. How you doing, Chris? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm not chafed yet, so I'm, I'm doing good. <laughs> uh. So I... Thought manscaping would be a funny topic to talk with you about. For one, it's only kind of awkward since we're related, and that doesn't make it any less awkward. But it's also, uh, you have a different perspective on things than I see. Mainly male testicles. I don't see them, except for my own, so I don't have a view on that. I do see female ones. Not testicles. Parts. I'm very specific on that. <laughs> yeah, you're sleeping with the wrong girl if she's got some testicles. Yeah. But that's just how she prefers to be called. She wants to be identified as she, so what do you do? There you go. So I figured it'd be a fun topic to have on there. It's not something I think a lot of people talk about in general, but it is funny that prior to going on the wedding, and as the previous episodes talked about, you heard me asking questions to uh, Cherry and to Jet about like bachelor party kind of things, and my brother was the best man for our COVID bachelor party, which didn't entail shippers because no one wants to get pink eye and COVID in the same day. So we opted out of that one. But as we're leaving for the wedding, uh, UPS actually showed up with a package and a porn starts that way too. But, um, <laughs> he ended up dropping off a package from Manscaped, which was their product for me to sample as they are the sponsor for this podcast. And we are running a promo for. Manscaped, so manscaped.com, promo code Herman gets you, as the commercial said, 20% off any order and free shipping. So definitely check them out. By checking them out, you help the show. So that's really cool. But I don't think it could have showed up at any more of a random and good time, I guess, as if I wasn't already cleaned up beforehand. I just want to see what was in the package. God damn it, that still doesn't sound good. (laughs) Nothing wrong with checking out a good package. (laughs) I just, golly. But, uh, it was funny to bring down then, even the, the night before the wedding, we had a good conversation about it. People were all into it and wanted to see it. And then even the photographer the day of took pictures of the package from Manscaped and sent it to her husband because he's been talking about it. And I believe she actually ordered as well from it because he had been talking about it for quite some time. And I, I don't think there's more of a perfect storm than that. I don't see Manscaped products that often on most of my social media or other items around that i have heard about it on like joe rogan's or adam carolla's podcast i think even Dak shepherd had it on there as a sponsor but i don't see it plastered on instagram on twitter so for me it was something that i don't see everywhere so i'm happy to be part of it and kind of represent it are you seeing that more often than i am i, I honestly never see ads for to see people representing it yeah, pretty much everybody that I follow on Instagram, whether they're like a celebrity or a, a gay celebrity, they've all at some point 
endorsed or sponsored by Manscaped. I mean, the ads that you see, it's for gay guys, it's super common where when we were talking about it at the wedding there the night before the wedding, everyone, it seemed like an odd topic for some people there. But for me and my friends, it's a normal conversation to talk about manscaping and to know that everyone's manscaped. It's a total normal conversation. Yeah. And see, I think for the heterosexual community, it's one thing to say you have it and use it. I mean, even at the bachelor party, we had one of the friends talking about how he's been using it for years and he loves it and all this kind of stuff, but it's not a normal thing to bring up. People don't typically in my circles go out and talk about that. They don't say things now in the younger college years, you have females who were shaving in landing strips and lightning bolts and question marks or whatever the hell they're doing. So I don't know if that's the same thing for the gay community. Is that like a, a thing that's happening? No, you're not usually seeing kind of landing strips and things like that done in. I mean, you'll see a little bit from the, what is it, the crotch to the belly button, usually a little bit there or completely shaved. But you got to remember, like when you're going to the beach or a pool party, you're in board shorts probably down to your knees. We're myself included, I use short trunks that are no longer than, I don't know, five to seven inches long. And so you can pretty much tell who's cleaned up and who's not just based on that alone. So you usually got to be ready to go. That is ridiculous. I don't, eh. I wouldn't but, be comfortable walking around like that normally. And you're all about doing that. It's a difference of two worlds oh, and two people. Oh yeah. Last time I went shopping, even just for shorts, they offered a seven inch and a nine inch. And I was like, yeah, seven seems a whole lot better. And we're talking about short, Herman. <laughs> talking about shorts. Sure, yeah. Great. Why not? Lord. <laughs> I just laugh. I didn't say it. I just went off uh-huh. what you said. Yeah. So it's... I think that's a funny thing. And then I've used the Manscaped product. I've looked at it. And it, it cracks me up because it's a good product. I don't have any issues with the product as it is. I do think it is... On par with a majority of beard trimmers that most men use. Now, it's water-resistant or waterproof, but yeah. Are you using this for your pubes and your beard? No. This is exclusively exclusively for the pubes and, you know, just going maybe some inner thighs. (laughs) When you said beard trimmer, I was like, that seems like two awkward places to put that together. Yeah, you don't want to go that way, but sometimes if you can just go from the crotch all the way up in one foul swoop, you can just like just keep it going. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it works. It's just convenient. Especially if you're in the shower. Two separate razors. <laughs> well, that's the thing that cracked me up about this one is it has a spotlight on it. Like, yeah, I don't... You know what? I don't. You tell me. No, I mean... It... It is kind of nice, actually. So I've always used a Norelco razor for, I don't know, the past 10, 12 years. And I'll get one every couple of years to redo, like to replace it. And they're usually probably, I don't know, 40 to 50 bucks. So this Manscaped one was definitely a little bit more expensive. Um, even with your promo code, like I was able to get like the nicer package of things for the cheaper package price, which was nice. But it's still definitely a little bit more expensive. But I will be honest, like I did that in the shower before I got in, before like turning in the shower on. And it was kind of nice actually having that little thing. It's like when you're doing your thighs and stuff, you have a little race. So you can see the smaller hairs that are there. I thought it was pretty helpful, actually. I thought it was, I don't know if I would have actually advertised that I thought it would have been that helpful, but to me, it was actually really more helpful than I thought. I think just because my bathroom is so well lit and there's so much light in there already, it wasn't a huge 
asset for me. I think if it's in different lighting and things are in there, I think it would be. Um, for me, I just laugh at the idea of the light being there because depending on how you're shaving and where you're shaving it at, the lights are not really helpful for you. But it's a, it's a nice attribute to have on. Then, like you said, you're able to see things that you wouldn't normally see. So that does crack me up um, that you're able to yeah. kind of use that way. I also yeah, found being a ginger, we got lighter hairs <laughs> and no souls. And no souls. Uh, I was talking about that a while ago. Now, I, for someone, I forget who it was. And uh, it, it's got to be over a decade now. But there was an iHeartGingers.com website. And oh yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was a bunch of kids though holding hands, running over a hill, and they were selling clothing for this. Like there was like women's thongs, and that said "I Heart Gingers," and it's long gone now. But that was fantastic. I thought it was probably one of the best websites I've seen in a very long time. Dude, growing up as a ginger, it was a pain in the ass because everyone's always got a comment about your ginger hair. But as you hit your twenties, it was great. They used to have bar nights that were called Red Meat. So if you were a ginger, you didn't have to pay to get in, and you got free drinks all night. I wasn't complaining about it. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, people nowadays call me a ginger. I'm like, I have no fucking red hair. Not one in my whole body. Like, you look like one. I'm like, you sure? Because if you look at my hair, you can't see anything. Well, your head's red. Just because I have a red scalp is not the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Your thinning hair probably doesn't help the ginger pop through the skull. No, it doesn't. But I'm not a ginger, (laughs) goddammit. Yeah, I don't know how I got a ginger. You being blonde, our youngest being a brunette, dad having black hair, mom being blonde. I'm fairly positive the old mailman was my father. Well, yeah, and even the little brothers used to have, like, olive complexion. Like, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, I mean, dad on a good day had a little bit of a tan to him, but mom definitely did not. She is white as Casper. Yeah, I just, I have no clue where that came from. It was just, I I, I got nothing. It was just, uh... (laughs) One of those oddities, I think, as I grow older and grow into my insecurities of life, I just crack up more when people start yelling out random things. I'm like, you have no fucking clue who you're talking to. And be like, oh, you're totally a redhead. I'm like, here's a picture. I show them the picture that you had sent me of me, you, and dad way back in the day in San Francisco. And I'm like, I think they call this a toehead? Like, well, you were really blonde. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. You've always been a blonde. Yeah. Now it's br- more brunette than anything else. It's like dirty blonde. So like, cool, that's great. It works perfectly fine. I'm happy with that. And it's one of those yeah. things that like cracks me up because I've grown into years of not having done my hair at all, ever. I didn't do anything. I used to just wet it down so it was flat and that was it. And then in college, I worked at a country club where a girl named, what's her name? She put her name on my phone as Spanky Pants. I think her, oh, God. Yeah. And I forget her real name. But she worked at the salon there, and she was like, I need to get hours for doing hair. Can you just come over to this side like an hour before your clock into work, and I'll do your hair for you for free. I thought that was a great idea. It's a free haircut by a salon. That sounds good to me. So she would do that, and she started, like, spiking my hair and making it all, like, crazy, like, messy around. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then a roommate of mine, his then-girlfriend was also a salon chick, so she would come to cut his ginger-ass hair, and then she would cut all of our hair, and we would just give her booze and tacos. And so that was, like, the starting of me doing hair. So at that point, I had to start, like, buying products. So I had to start buying 
like gels and pomades and I had to get uh shears so I could cut like if my hair was were too long and then I started doing uh sideburns so I had to get like beard trimmers for that and even in college it was dirty dirty south like kind of style like if you're going out like I I wasn't trying to like clean all my shit up cuz you look like a little child so I'm like trimming shit up and then you have like an actual like razor razor and like cutting your shit back like that was going out for a party I didn't have like beard trimmers back then. I wasn't out asking a friend to borrow theirs, but that's how you got ready in college. Look, some, uh, junk drawer scissors or shears if you had them, and then just a razor and just kind of clean your shit up. Yeah, I mean, even for me, it was the same way. Like in my early 20s, best case scenario, I threw a little bit of gel in my hair, the kind that wouldn't turn all white when someone hit, like rubbed your head. And I was out the door with short hair and didn't care. And now it seems like it's a little bit longer and there's a comb involved and some foam forming gel or clay or whatever the hell Ben calls it. And then <laughs> a little bit of hairspray and a hair dryer, which is the most embarrassing thing in the world to know that you need a hair dryer every once in a while because it's ridiculous. But it's only embarrassing end, when you lose it in the Airbnb and you can't find it. I didn't lose that one. We had our own with us. Like I, I, I lost mine there and I was just like, where the fuck is that hair dryer? I'm like, I, well, I, 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 <laughs> That's funny. I thought that was the Airbnb. I didn't realize that was your own that you lost. Yeah, it was my own. Oh, that's fine. I'm blaming Gene for it then. That's probably about right. I'd blame Matt for it because they were there the next day. But um, yeah, it was one of those things that I, at that time in college, I didn't groom things up or down. And then it became a time of like, I wasn't getting a haircut because I didn't have the money for a haircut and I didn't want to do it. And then... I let a friend of mine cut my hair and he had old shitty uh, buzzers. And so we shaved in a mohawk and then I did mutton chops and then I had a goatee beard dealy thingy that was bigger than my fist on the bottom of my chin. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was, that was the, I was trying to be the most white trash possible. And I think I succeeded. Yeah, I did pretty well on that one. Yeah. And then after that, I started yeah, which, doing hair and stuff. And it just changed. Which is funny because, like, when you're talking about grooming and things like that, like, those basic things, I've always had short hair, so I never really had to focus too much on that. But when it came down to, like, what you're talking about today is even manscaping, I've been doing that for as long as I can remember because I will never forget one dude once was like, hey, if you want me to go down there, you better make sure my face isn't getting caught in anything. <laughs> and I was like, well, that makes a whole lot of sense. So ever since then, it's always been kind of one of those things you make sure you get done. And see, I don't think that was a, I don't have anyone to talk to about that where I was comfortable enough to say things and ask people about that. Uh, I went off of what you see in porn and that's kind of where you judge your uh, ideas of things. And the joke was always, oh, that's some 70s porn bush. And I'm like, okay, well, don't do that. And so that's about where you come from. And then you hear stories from girls after the fact of, oh, my God, the guy was bald. What the fuck? He's like a 14-year-old. So it's like (laughs) you can go too far, apparently. So it just depends on who you're with and where you're at and what's expected and how it works. And I also don't think you should do, like, gangster faces down there, but it would be funny. No, yeah, you definitely can go way too far. You can end up being hardwood floors, and you don't even mean to be it like that. And that does come off a little weird at times. So it's always that fine balance because you can trim it down real small to be normal and cleaned up and put together. 
or you can go to 14 year old boy level and that's just way too too short and i am way too scared to go that fucking low on things i'm not trying to like nick things and have to fucking put like what is it toilet paper on your balls because you nicked your balls that's not that's not a fun look no one wants that explain that no, one day if you're seeing another wash your drawers like why has there blood in your shit uh i ran into a counter God, no. That's why you got to actually buy a nice razor. You can't use one that's janky. And you've got to buy something that's got, like, new blades. Otherwise, you're right. It's the same thing that's going to happen. Like, you're going to get mixed. You're going to – it's it's no different than, like, a like a Gillette razor. Like, you can use it for a week or two. And then after that, you're just going to nick your face no matter how slow and soft you go. But when you're talking about something sensitive as your balls, like, yeah, you definitely got to make sure you have something newer and that's built for that area. Not something that's good for your sideburns because you're not really going to dig into the side of your face with a razor usually, but a more sensitive area for sure you're going to. So I've always tried to find something that's going to be sensitive. And being a ginger, we got sensitive skin anyway, so we're trying to pay attention to that crap. But even then, that scares the shit out of me. Like the idea of having a fresh, fully sharp razor on my junk. I don't even want to get a straight razor fucking shave on my face out of barber, let alone if I sneeze and it's on my junk. That's not a good yeah. idea. No, I don't disagree. Like the Norelco one that I have, it was just like a guard on it that kind of protects it from getting too close. I used that Manscaped one for the first time today, and I looked at it. It's got like a, I don't even know how you describe it, kind of like a metal sort of cover on it, and then like this white plastic or whatever it is. That kind of cuts underneath it to kind of protect you from nicking. Um, I didn't nick myself on it, but it's still that shit takes forever to actually spend some time doing to make sure you get it all. Yeah, but it was fine for this one. Like, actually, actually liked it. To be honest with you, it was better than the, the Norco I've had. Yeah, it's better than one, the ones I've used that are like twenty dollar like trimmers off of like Amazon that you get to have like slide trimmers on it, so you can just fucking choose your length of things, same things you would do with your sideburns or your goatees or your beards. Um, so it was nice. And we even got Russell to pick up stuff. Russell didn't want to buy a razor because you've met Russell. It took him eight months, I think, or six months to grow the beard you saw that he had uh, at the bachelor party. So I yeah. don't think his shit's growing that well down there. So he's not really worried about it. He's also not getting much play for it. So he's not worried. But he, he did buy a bunch of the... Uh, ball balm so he's like this smells good and it makes your shit feel great it's all tingly i'm like all right man so it's like he's, he passed it around the balm on his balls to his roommates he lives with like five dudes and they're all like this smells fantastic so they were all for it too i'm like well there you go make sure that they use promo code herman russell he's like um i don't think they're gonna buy it and i got taken back i'm like are you all just sharing one person's ball balm I haven't heard of Ball Bomb before Manscaped, but I don't think I want to share yours. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those things that you should probably just buy for yourself. Because that it is weird to share. Unless you're unless he's getting whoever he's sharing with going down on him, I probably wouldn't share those things. Yeah, and I the house he lives in, again, it's a bunch of dudes. It's five dudes in one house that for sure would be yelling like, hey! Let me get that ball bomb real quick. I got a bitch coming over right now. And so they would go for that. And they, that's just what they're going to do. I just. Yeah, but then it also, made, it also made me kind of weird when you were like, oh yeah, he said it was, it tingled. Yeah. I don't really like things that make my junk tingle. 
Like that always makes me think that I need a shot or a pill to resolve that issue, and I'm not <laughs> down for that. Ain't they got cinnamon lubes and shit that make everything ling- tingle and warming shit that goes all the way? Who knows? It, it could all be there. You just don't want it going in the wrong areas, because then it's going to burn real, real bad. Yeah, I don't trust any of that. I had an experience once where I used something, we thought it was a lube, and it was supposed to be like a thing to kind of like enhance your sensations or whatever it was. No, it was called something totally inappropriate. And then I didn't realize in particular that you definitely needed a condom for it, because what it does is it <laughs> numbs everything. So when your dick gets numb, that doesn't make great thereafter. So I'm very conscientious about what I put down <laughs> on my tongue these days. That is, that is a lube to stop premature ejaculation. If it numbs you. Yeah, I think it was actually used specifically. It's supposed to be for the other party to make sure it's a little easier for them. Yeah, I would assume that, yeah. But the problem with it is if you don't use a condom for it, then it actually numbs your junk. Yeah. Which then, if you're not feeling any sensation there, you ain't going to stay hard because it ain't, it don't feel nothing no more. Yeah. So there's, there's, anything there's that makes my junk tingle, I'm usually away from. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. We'll, I'll play around with whatever he's got to go with there. You got uh, one of our friends is all about, because he bought it drunkenly and he was buying it beforehand but he likes uh what's it called fuck water he's like that's the best stuff ever works for everything you gotta get water based for this oil based for this it's, it's it's fantastic we were drunk from when we saw your friend at the depot here in sacramento we left oh, yeah. there and went to whatever the gay bar is next to it where they have like gay boys giving out jello shots and booty shorts and, uh, every gay bar, but probably the depot. <laughs> well, the depot did not have that one. Uh, it was right next oh, to the depot that had that. It was, a ba- it was Badlands. And so we're at Badlands, and he had his family from Ireland, a gay couple, in, and we're all hanging out, having there. And then we decided it's time to walk from there to Denny's, which was way too far of a walk. But there was a sex shop on the way, and he just walks in and goes, Give me the biggest ball of fuck water you got. And the guy goes, get the fuck out of my store. He goes, here's my wallet. And he ends up buying a large ball of fuck water. So that was fun. But uh, <laughs> we cracked up with that because that was a funny time. Now he's all about that. And so his birthday was actually last weekend. So with the dogs being the way they are for our house, we got a ride over to their house for the birthday party. And then one of our friends was leaving and heading back towards their house and our house is on the way. So they dropped me off here so I could let the dogs out, feed the dogs and do what we normally do for them so that they're not home alone for too long. And then I've done like I've done numerous times now. And I take my e-bike out that I've built. Uh, it's lights for headlights, tail lights, all kinds of, and I'm actually about to buy a new helmet for this thing. I saw this the other day and, uh, Rob and I were talking about it. It's a hundred bucks. It's a helmet, but on the front of it, it has LEDs and you can have indicators that tell you the direction that you're going to be turning. And on the back it has massive bright LEDs. So people coming behind you can see you in the dark as well, which is fantastic. And I think for bike safety at night, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful idea. And it's way worth the hundred dollars because I think a good helmet for adults and for a head of my size is like 30 or 40 bucks. 
So why not be more safe and have lights where, statistically speaking, people hit the lights, but at least you'll be an indication of, hey, I'm on the road. Um, I'm surprised you could even find a helmet that size. Yeah, it's really like <laughs> taken down from like a uh, baseball helmet. They kind of can fit me in one of those guys. It's nice. It's, it's kind of a custom build kind of a thing. Yeah, the one-offs for sure. <laughs> Uh, but he, I got dropped off here and I took the e-bike back over there, but on the way here, I thought it would be a good idea to bring a party pack back for these guys. And so not only is Manscaped a sponsor of the show for us here, I've also got a product sponsor of Spunked Lube, who's also a product sponsor of the Australian X Awards, which is the Sex Workers Awards in Australia. And so he just gives products to all the winners and everything out there. He's been a previous sponsor of this show as well. And so when I talked to him about being sponsors of the X Awards, he asked if we need more product to give away. And I said, absolutely, we do. And so I brought a party pack of Spunk Lube to the birthday party. And they've been finding it in random places since then. God. Yeah. It was I a fun time. I didn't even know until we had your. Ba- I didn't even know until we had your bachelor party that straight people even use lube. I thought that was a gay thing. I had no idea that straight people actually use lube. <laughs> I, it's, I was like, I don't know. It's it's a hit or miss. Some people do. Some people don't. Some people find it a faux pas if you use it. Some people say you have to use it because they can't. It's all dependent upon uh, her lubrication. Um, whether or not you're trying to do foreplay and do that kind of stuff, or if you're just trying to get right into it, if she's not ready to go and you're just trying to fucking cram things in, fucking dry on dry, it's just not going to help. It, and it's anyway, yeah. it's gay, it's straight, it's all the same thing. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing naturally lubricating on a dude, and if it is naturally lubricating, he should probably get to the doctor. So yeah, there's probably an issue thing. there. <laughs> and I'm a gold star, so I would have no idea about her region and how that gets lubricated, so... I don't even know what gold star means, but all right. Never done it with a woman. Ah, there you go. That's that's called a gold star? Uh Uh-huh. You get a gold star for not doing that. Who came up with that shit? (laughs) I don't know. The same people who give you a toaster when you come out, I guess. I'm not sure. You had a toaster when you came out? Was it like a good toaster? Was it like an oven or like just like a two or four loaf or four bread? It's like a four. There's the whole mafia association. Like, I can't remember the last time I've ever paid for like a drink on a flight. Like, it's just all these things. You take care of each other. And lube is one of those things as well. Like, I was in New Orleans last August, and we're out at a bar drinking, having a good time, and, like, watching one of the shows that was happening, and all of a sudden, some dry queen. She's like, you boys going to have fun later? I'm like, that's the plan. She's like, good. Give us a whole big old bottle of lube. And so I'm like, great, thanks. Which was then, <laughs> ironic later, because it ended up being in a place where people could see it in the new house, but it all worked out just fine. Oh, that's great. That's fucking yeah. hilarious. And see... I cracked up because Spunk Lube, they made it, a lot of it, I think it's for porn itself, because the the guy that made it himself is a porn star as well. And he uh, sent it over to us, and on Spunk Lube's website, and I have not been on many Lube websites in my time, uh, you, you just pick up what's at the Rite Aid or the fucking Save Martabella, whatever's near your house, whichever you can get quickly, that's what you're going to grab there. But, uh... I've never seen pump top lubes before. Like, who needs a pump top? Oh, yeah, those are great. Yeah, that's a those, thing. I didn't know those that was a thing. Better. <laughs> because you don't have to, like, spin the stupid thing around if you go, like, 
if you go to grab more of it, like on more than one occasion, you go to grab more of it, your hands are all slippery now. So the damn thing flies across. It's usually dark. <laughs> so now you can't find it. It's really embarrassing. And spit and courage only gets you so far. Hey, you know what? That's always been my go-to. Someone says it doesn't spit, just spit on it. It'll get there. Yeah, Sometimes well, it works. Sometimes good luck it doesn't. with that. <laughs> I just honestly, I, I, I was taken back by it, and all of my friends and our circle of friends were honestly the same way. We're like, who's using that much lube? But you have to have a pump top ready. It's like a NASCAR thing. Like, who's like trying to get out there that quickly? Apparently, it's a gay thing. Apparently, the gays need that pump top. Yeah, it kind of makes it like, I don't even know if it's because of speed. I think it's more because of efficiency. And so you don't have to like grab the sides of it and then try and close it. And then the other part is like when it's those pump tops, they auto seal. So like there's nothing worse than when you have like one of those other kind of handheld ones. You put it down on the bed, you realize you forgot to close it. And now not only do you have to clean your sheets from getting off, but you've got now lube everywhere. So I think that's part of it too. I mean, I've known people who have, like, it attached to the side of their wall next to their bed <laughs> that has a warming thing attached to it. I'm like, that's a step. That's a bridge too far for me. But <laughs> That's what you do if you're a masseuse. You have that shit if you're, like, uh, you heat up the massage bottles. I don't know about people taking people home to have your lube warmed up like that, but that's a new thing for me. Yeah, I've only known one person to have that, and I was like, that. But then, how, like, how do you show your bedroom? That just looks trashy. Like, let's be real. Like, if you walked in, like, oh, you saw a bottle of lube? Okay, not a big deal. But you see a lube dispenser attached to your wall? Like, nowadays, people are going to think it's hand sanitizer, so they'll probably yeah. go up and squish it and not be able to walk out the door <laughs> because they're going to slide everywhere. <laughs> it's the same idea. Of how, how do you hide a sex swing? You, you have to put a fucking eye hook into a load-bearing beam into your ceiling. And then you have to put a carabine on it that doesn't come off. And if it does come off, you still have a giant eye hook. And we're not talking like a small one you can hang like a fucking plant on. It's a massive, full-gauge eye hook. How do you explain that to your parents, relatives, children, uncles, nieces? They're coming over like, they look up and they just see that no one asks questions. It's like, oh, okay. We know what you've no, done you here now. Put, you just put like a fake little light over it. So it looks like a light fixture is over it with no light that actually turns on because no one's going to turn the switch anyways. So then when you're not using it, you just take the little fake light off the wall and no one will know. You have to find someone that's selling a fake light or be handy <laughs> enough to make a fake light to be able to do that. And I don't know many people that are that handy. Yeah, but then also just don't be that dumb. Don't show off that room then. Like, What if it's your living room? room? Like, oh, this one's a mess. Hanging in your living room. That's the place you want to do it the most. It's got the best light. Well, then you're probably bringing those friends over so they can enjoy the swing with you then at that point. <laughs> it's just one of those things. If if you're not out about what you're doing and you're trying to hide it, you need to not hang a warming lube bottle or an eye hook in your fucking ceiling or leave your BDSM shorts out on the fucking dryer when you have an indoor washer and dryer. Inevitably... Someone's going to come across it, and you if it's out in public, you've left it there for a reason. You want someone to ask you about it, and you want to divulge into that, either because you're very happy with what you're doing, or you want to creep people the fuck out, which is also a possibility. Or you're just trying to solicit. That too, but I don't know that many people that solicit in their circle of friends. <laughs> you're not in the right circle of friends. Apparently not. 
But then again, you've seen my uh, circle of friends. I don't want to be solicited to by much of my circle of friends. <laughs> no, I have, like, they're not friends. They're just people I know of who will throw, like, a whole, uh, Valentine's Day party. And then I didn't go to this, but I went, like, the week before. There was a group of us over there having dinner, and we went out swimming. Like, nothing tawdry at all. I'm like, oh, I got to go pee. I walk into their guest bathroom where everyone's using it, and there's this giant like giant container of condoms everywhere and i was like on top of the counter like right where you're washing your hands so i'm like well i have an idea what they're doing for their big valentine's day party that's (laughs) literally just red underwear only it's all you can wear so i'm out Uh, so it was like a key party from like the 70s yeah i guess key party but i think a key party back in the day was you only get one option i'm fairly positive it was more of a buffet style well there's that too (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i've never been able to partake in those things i've never been to things like that i don't know people that have been there after the fact of dating people i know a few people that have been in open relationships that kind of do that kind of a deal and right. i don't have anything negative to say about that i don't know how you can not be jealous and have that kind of deals come through with it because the fantasy and the idea of it sounds fantastic. You can just find someone and invite them back to be with both of you or get the okay to go by yourself with it. And the fantasy and the porno mentality of it sounds fantastic. The reality of coming home to someone that didn't partake in that, that now sees the world different because you have and sees you different, that's a different kind of world I don't want to be a part of. And I would fear... The results of that and the back end, that would scare the hell out of me. Yeah, I think you, that's like anything else. I think that just comes down to like communication. And so I think that you end up having your friends, your people who are like, yeah, it's no big deal. Because every guy is like, oh yeah, it's totally fine if I go and do it, but I don't want my significant other to go and do it. Because we can control our own selves and that part is fine. Nobody usually wants to see their own significant other get railed while they're sitting there. That's usually the commonplace that's called um, cuckling cuckling is it called cuckling I've, yeah i've never heard of that cuckling or cuckling something like that it's where the guy like sits in the corner and like watches his significant other get railed by someone else or vice versa yeah i've never heard of that term i just call it voyeur and what is the other one uh, i can't remember yeah. somebody who watches and somebody who participates exhibitionist there you go there you go yeah but, but i think I th- it's like i think I think it's no different going back to your sling idea. Like, what's really the difference of being like, hey, significant other, do you want to try this sling? Hey, significant other, do you want to try Johnny Walker down the street as he's coming over to hang out for the night? I think it kind of boils down to, yeah, one includes another person, but it really does involve conversation. Not saying it's my cup of tea by any means, but a lot of my friends and a lot of other people you see have those relationships, and they're fine. The one that throws me off are ruffles. People who are in like a legit <laughs> three-way relationship. I'm like, I don't know how you... Who decides who sleeps where in the bed? It's very confusing to me. Yeah. And how do you explain that to family on holidays? These are my wives. These are my husbands. Uh, this is Tuesday. I, I, don't, I don't get how that works out either because... Yeah, or, or this is my husband. This is my boyfriend. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. How does that work? I, I know way too many parents and grandparents are still too old-fashioned to deal with the world as it is. 
I mean, I, we went to a, uh, it was either a Thanksgiving or a Christmas dinner. I think it was a Christmas dinner. And it was something to the fact of these goddamn Orientals. And I was like, you can't say that. And I get looked at me and people are like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, you can't say that. Like, that's not an okay thing to say anymore. Well, he's like 85. Great. Tell him, hey, you can't say that in public. You really shouldn't say it to us. And people are like, what's wrong with that? Is that racist? I'm like, yeah, do me a favor. Because yeah, you don't think Orientals are rugged. Yeah, I'm like, point on the map where the Orient is. And they're like, uh, isn't it here? I'm like, if you don't know, you can't say it. <laughs> Very simple. Uh, no, you are right. So, like, that kind of stuff really does throw people for a loop and trying to understand what that is. And it, but again, I think it's all like everything else. It comes down to communication. If you're into it, great. Some people are just like, screw it. I'm only going to do that kind of stuff when we're on vacation. So, we never see that person again. There's never going to be drama again. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, and okay. I've heard that where you're not trying to, like, have it intertwined with your personal life or your professional life. And if it's on a vacation or a complete stranger, it's something different. Even if you work it out so that you guys won't see each other again, then you don't have that deal with it. But I think if it's something that you guys don't communicate well on, or you both don't do the same on, then you're going to have all this resentment held in for a while. And it's going to come back to boil over and God forbid you catch something or you knock somebody up then you're never going to hear about it or never going to hear the end of it. Excuse me. Yeah, that is very, very true. The good news is I've never had that problem knocking somebody up before. You haven't tried hard enough. Yeah, I've tried. (laughs) It just doesn't seem to ever take. And if it did, that would be the most, what do you call wealthy man in the world. I would be rich. People ask me all the time, like, oh, do you want to be pregnant? I'm like, fuck yeah. And they look at me like I'm weird. I'm like, do you know how much money I would make if I was the first male-born pregnant guy ever? Like, there was no yeah. sex changes. There's nothing done after this. Oprah's going to come out of retirement. She's going to want to interview me. Like, there's no no way you're not becoming a multi-multi-millionaire off of just advertisements and publications alone. Yeah, People are crazy. Totally. I'm like, I'd be all but for it. I don't want to deal, <laughs> deal with the work to, to do that. Like... Lord praise all these women who can sit there and go through nine months of late, or I don't know what you call it, pregnancy. Pregnancy. Like, there ain't no <laughs> way I want to deal with any of that. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do that, but I think the uh, light at the end of the tunnel will be worth it for a man. Because you know, yep. you know, paid, and the kids are going to be taken care of for the rest of their life. Yeah, so. but then, like, let's bring it back all the way to the other side of things. Like, think about it being nine months pregnant, a dude... Are you going to have your wife go down there and manscape you before you go to the doctor, or are you going to go back to your 70s bush and push that baby out to the bush? Or where the hell is that baby going to come out? Yeah, the coming out part is the questionable part. Because yeah. if you can't poop it out, I don't want to pee it out. That's going to be awkward. I guess you're getting a C-section. Good luck with that one. <laughs> exactly. Mm-mm. But so you talk about communication. Is that something that goes between... Couples, is that something that couples should do when it comes like manscaping? Should you have to divulge what you're going to do? What if you just want to carve in some initials for like a Valentine's Day or an anniversary or something? Is that acceptable? Do people actually do that, by the way? That's fucking weird. That would be weird. Like, what do you... That would be hella weird. Like, all of a sudden, you <laughs> drop trow, and next thing you know, there's like CM on someone's groin, and you're like, what the hell? Like, what is that? 
Why would you do that? I, I don't know. No. What if, what if they like a heart for Valentine's Day? Is that a thing? Like, I, yeah, I've been. I've heard women doing that. I have been sexually active in my life for long enough where I just got the ass end of like the landing strip or like a little triangle, which is still weird. And then just hardwood floors. Wait, which point is the out. triangle? Is the point up or down? Points down. It'd be fucking weird if it pointed up. Yeah, that's why I was curious. Like a like a weird vagina Hitler stash. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. I almost went there. But that's... No, no. <laughs> so that's the other thing I guess we like is is that some things that people would talk about? I I've never asked anyone ever what they thought about what I do with my shit down there. I'm just gonna trim it up the way I feel it's good to be going with, and I, I'm happy with that. I've never had a complaint or any comments about it. But then again, I'm also not doing like fucking hash marks like you see black basketball players have on like their fucking sideburns. So I'm not like trying to get like wind resistance or get, get like an advertisement. So I'm like, I'm not going to carve in like a Nike swoosh. Yeah, but have you ever asked like your significant other like, hey, did it trim the way you want it to be or should I do more or less? Have you ever asked the question? No, because I don't want to get customizations done. Yeah, see, my current relationship, he's very particular about how he wants it done. Like, just clean cut, low, be done. Okay. That's, like, that's fine. Like, it don't matter to me. He's going to be down there, not me. So I want to make sure it's fine. Yeah, but see, that's something that's perfectly fine. I said, like, hey, I like this. If you can do this, it'd be great. And so I just, I've never asked to say this. Although I have been threatened to have to go get my shit waxed because she gets her shit waxed. And I just have to know the pain she goes through. And my simple response is, I didn't say you had to wax it. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> that's not gonna, that's not gonna end well. That's not gonna be pretty. Like, that's not gonna, no. I, I, I feel there's gonna be a bunch of bumps and there's some swelling and redness and soreness that I don't have go on because I gotta hear about it. If she has someone that does it wrong, I'm like, nope, don't need that. I'm also not gonna nair my junk. This is in prison. I'm not going to nair myself. I don't have to do that. Oh, we talked about that before. I nared down there once. That was a bad choice. <laughs> that shit burned. And, like, there was no relief in that. Like, that was miserable. And that's when we lived at home I did that. Oh, good God. Yeah, it was miserable. That was the dumbest mistake I've ever made in my entire life. Yeah. No, but, but see, you want to be real crude. So, straight dudes don't do this. Except for probably a couple people here and there. But you gotta remember, like with gay dudes, plenty of them, if not all, if you got hair on your ass, you're also shaving the inner part of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think many guys are doing that. I think you'll, you'll go back far enough, like, you'll go down to like the balls and chode and get like whatever's in that like area, but you're not like spread cheeking it and cleaning out things, no. I don't, I don't think it's happening. Oh yeah. Guys are doing that, and there's just there's scrubs for back there to keep it nice and soft and supple. Supple shit. (laughs) (laughs) But there's like coffee scrubs, all kinds of scrubs that you can do to make sure it's good for your significant other before they go downtown. I would assume coffee in your anus would get you all sorts of jacked up. Yeah, but you're not putting it in. It's just like a scrub, like. It's like a face scrub idea, but it's just for your backside. 
Yeah. I still think people are putting that in there and still going to get all jacked up on it. Granted, yeah. I, I'm not saying that's a, a homosexual kind of a thing. I think that there's plenty of crazy-ass people across the world. I don't care who you are. I don't care what gender you are or what race you are. People are putting random shit in their buttholes. So, yeah, they, it's just a crazy they thing. Put dope, they put dope up there for a booty bump? Uh-uh. Yeah. They, I just saw on, uh, shoot, I think it was a Daily Show. I think they talked about a, a guy walking to the airport that had, like, bullion, like, gold in his butt. And it was all shaped like penises. He was trying to, like, sneak it into the country. Yeah. Like, no. I couldn't imagine trying to do that for one, walk with that for two, or hold in a sneeze for three. Like, that's all bad. Yeah, that ain't gonna end well. No. I mean, it didn't end well anyway. They caught him at, like, TSA because he was walking funky. But, uh... <laughs> Oh, it, it was just all sorts of bad. But that's the thing is, they've got all these products and all these things for men that I don't, I personally don't know about. I don't know about, you know, coconut and coffee butt scrubs for people. Like, I'm not buying that. I don't search for that. I don't look for that. I couldn't tell you what it is. I didn't even know that there were ball bombs until Manscaped came out and was sending things out to us. So that's all new to me as well, too. It's like, I know that people would try to spray like their cologne down their junk, which from TV shows doesn't seem to be the best idea. But that's about the extent of what that. my knowledge went. You never saw that? No, I've never seen someone spray their junk with cologne. Like, oh yeah, that seems creepy. They'd spray like across their chest, and they open their pants and one square or two down there. I'm like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. I also feel that the amount of alcohol that's in cologne would burn a little bit. But what do I know? Yeah, that's what that's what I would think. I don't know. I've never really used much. Like when I did this shaving thing today, I grabbed this crop preserver, kind of like a lotiony thing. I think it's called Bald Yodern on here from Manscaped. I tried that out, and I was like, "Well, that's different." But usually, when I do that stuff, anyways, I try and use a little bit of a lotion to kind of calm your skin. This stuff actually wasn't too bad. It was good for the skin. It felt like it didn't cause any issues, which is nice. Being like I said, in ginger, we get sensitive skin, so these kinds of things were not too bad at all. But I just, like, I don't know why I get into it. If I sit here and read these instructions, I'm like, oh, this is how you do it. But then caution. Don't put it in your eyes, the tip of your penis. Well, who's doing that? Like, who and thinks... Someone had to. to is put... Right, or it's like, how stupid do you have to be to think, like, do you know what? I'm going to put ball cream in my eye. That seems like a good idea. You know what? It happens to people. They're going to do it. People are just dumb in general. And you have to understand all those cautions have to put on things because someone at some point in some time did this. So they have to put cautionary things on it because someone didn't probably try to sue them. And now it's on there. And as for not in your eyes, the fiance, the wife, she had, where we're, we're heading to her parents' house. And we'd stop to get food, and she put sriracha on the sandwich in the car, and she spread it with her fingers. And then we oh, got to her parents' house, and she's perfectly fine, good to go, but she'd got brand new contacts picked up from the um, optometrist. Oh. So she went to go put the new contacts in after washing her hands numerous times, but the sriracha was still on her fingers. So she put it, the contact in her eyeball, and it burned. So... Maybe they didn't mean to put it in their eyeball, but they still did at some point in time. Or they were just pretending to have a bukkake and it just went everywhere. I, those are the only two options I think you can have. 
I pretty much think it's always a safe rule that if you're touching your junk, wash your hands after. Like, it's not that your junk is dirty, but really you should probably just wash your hands, just <laughs> for the common good of the next person you're going to touch. But see, there lies another question of mine. And women wash their hands after going to the bathroom every time. Or should. Absolutely should. Wiping things down and hands on hands, doing everything else. Now, the men part of it, I believe you should wash your hands too. However, I don't think men going pee is nearly as dirty as women doing it. Therefore, shouldn't be having such a negative stigma towards it if the guy walks out not washing his hands. Granted, yes, he touched his junk, but I touched the back of my knee. My knee's just as dirty as my junk, and there's no deviation to that in my head. So why is that big of a deal if I didn't piss on my hands? I think it's kind of common courtesy that you wash it <laughs> so that the next person touching your hand isn't also touching your balls. And then also, you're probably touching the toilet or the handle or some other junk these days, and it's like, you might as well. Because in your head, no matter what, like... The common thing you see is like when I go to basketball games, you'll see a couple of those jackasses walking out without washing their hands. Next thing you know, you're two aisles over from them. Everyone's high-fiving because your team did well. Next thing you know, you got ball- their balls on your hand. And if they're not cute, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. I laugh at that. and I, it was, I think it was last week. It was, uh, or two weeks ago. And I got yelled at by the wife for leaving two squares of TP on the roll. And I just laugh and I'm like, you know, that was your mother, right? That wasn't me. Like I haven't been in the bathroom yet. And she was in there. She's like, well, you would pee. Yeah. And don't you wipe the tip off? No, no, I do not. (laughs) She assumed that's what men do. Yeah. You do that when you got the clap. I was like, have, have you ever seen a roll of toilet paper next to a urinal? Ever? No? Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, don't stand next to a urinal at a ball game either, because it's like a flood. But nonetheless, you still don't have toilet paper there. <laughs> Although, it is fun to mess with people at the trough urinals. They have them here in, in Sacramento, when they have the drive-in movies open. And it's just mm-hmm. the big old troughs, with like some ice in there and stuff like that. And... I like to make people feel awkward about it. So if there's like one dude there, there's this whole wall of space. I'll stand right next to that one guy. You're that creeper. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to look down like, say, nice trim job. You did well down there. But inevitably, they do turn the shoulder on you real quick. If they want to get me mad, just open stance and look me fucking dead in the eyes. and I will walk away because you've got me on that one. Check and mate. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of bars I go to where they have troughs, and some of them even have like a mirror right above the trough that points down. So if you're pee shy, don't head to a bar in San Francisco because you ain't ever going to survive it. <laughs> I mean, I remember we used to go to festivals in the city, and like you'd have to pee in the lines for forever. I would just find someone up towards the front and like, hey, you want to go in there together? Sure. They're thinking one thing. I'm thinking I'm just going to pee, and like <laughs> if they want to watch, go ahead. But I'm going to go pee, and I'm leaving. Like I just don't want to wait in this line. I hope you enjoy the show. I feel better now. Thank you. Congratulations. Hopefully it's meant more to you than it did for me. <laughs> and it's a win-win. They got what they wanted. Exactly. You got what you wanted. No one ha- no one got hurt. It's all that matters. Exactly. So, 
But that's uh, the idea, the concept was for me for this episode, is kind of going over the ideas of deviations in the landscape. Obviously, you know more about what's out the products that are out there than I do. I have not partaken in much of it except for razors and beard trimmers, things of that nature. I'm not using ball bombs and lotions and things like that outside of what I've got for Manscaped to try out. And, uh, as you said, it, it's working well. I do think Manscaped is pretty funny on their line names of things. You've got like the lawn mowers and th- the trimmers for like the nose uh, trimmers and stuff like that, which is pretty funny. They've got some preservers and all that kind of stuff. I think they've done really, really well with their branding of product. I do find it a little bit weird to take the bag that came with the products. Uh, it's just a toiletry bag that you would put all your shit into and then take with you to a weekend vacation. You should be cleaned up before the weekend. You shouldn't have to do any mid-weekend trimming. I get it if you have to. But if you have to bring two toiletry bags for that, that's a little bit excessive. That gets what people call it nowadays. That's extra. That's extra. Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends. Like, I'm going to use that extra bag that they gave for actual toiletries because my new position at work requires me to be on camera a little bit more. So that way I'm going to put all my other stuff in there so I have it. So literally my work bag in my office will say Manscaped right on the front of it, and I don't care. Yeah. Like, Perfectly fine. It's a nice bag. Right. It, I'm fine with it because nine times out of ten, one of my coworkers is going to ask me anyways, does the carpet match the drapes? And I just say no because they're <laughs> hardwood floors. So it's fine. <laughs> um, but no, you are right. Like I've never seen some of these products, and I find it interesting that Manscaped does a really good job of marketing not only to gay people but also to straight people. And in packaging and in marketing, that actually isn't kind of intimidating. And there's a lot of times you see products like these that are – clearly ready for one versus the other where this product does a really good job of telling the line and like making both people feel comfortable like if a straight dude's getting it they're looking at these bottles they're like oh this doesn't look super gay like no big deal where as a gay person gets it it's like ah no big deal they're not going to care anyways they're going to use it to be fresh and clean but i don't know i like their marketing on it it's pretty entertaining so far this stuff has been good to use like i didn't try this ball spritzer thing though i don't i think that's you're talking about that cologne idea yeah but like i was literally reading this thing it was like for any time you need a little pick me up spritz the goods once or twice like why do your goods need a spritz and a pick me up like i didn't understand that part of it so kind of interesting to see what that thing does but maybe you got some swamp ass or some sweaty balls and they just need to get a quick refresher in there and just take care of it that way you should probably get a shower then. Probably. Sometimes you just don't have time for a shower. I, I think... <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think one of the, the funnier things in the packaging that I saw that comes with all of it was the instructions, and it was just picture instructions, at least that's all I pay attention to, because they come with a newspaper that says, we save balls. And I was like, okay, right. that's kind of funny, but what do you do with a newspaper? And then there's instructions to stand over the newspaper they gave you to trim your shit up. So it goes on the newspaper. That was pretty funny. Yeah, they're thinking, yeah, they're thinking I'll always be able to do this thing. I mean, I just prefer to do it in the shower. So it's cleaner, but that's me. Showers are the easiest way of doing it. Same as women. They're shaving their legs in there. I think men doing it in there. I think the days of straddling a toilet to hope that everything makes it in there have, 
become more of a young man's game. So you're doing things like that, and you're just trying to get it done that way. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those things of, it's personal choice, but I thought that was probably the funniest advertisement and instruction I had seen in a long time. It's like, well played, guys. Well played. Yeah, that was pretty entertaining. The graphics aren't too bad either to tell you which direction to shave versus not shave. I'm like, I'm not sure what that picture is actually depicting, but I'm just going to go that it's PG. <laughs> They've got like a picture, just an eggplant emoji. Got to figure it out. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's great. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you for participating in this awkward, not awkward talk about manscaping through the eras of our childhood to now we're supposed to be adults, but I still have the mentality of a child, so that's fine. Yes, you do, but it was fun. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. We'll have to get together and have some more fun with this, and maybe we'll get on with uh, some other people and have a topic where we can all interact with each other and have uh, some entertaining times, and we'll uh, see if we can get another uh, beer sponsor to kind of sponsor the episode and do it that way as well. Sounds good. Well, looks like that's all the time I've got for this episode. I want to thank my brother for coming on the show and having a nice, awkward conversation about how we shave our balls. If it didn't sound like it was awkward enough, it's only kind of awkward if you let it be. It was good times, and uh, I really appreciate his insight, especially when it comes to the gay community. It's always fun to hear a different side of the same story. For those of you who want to get your own free Manscaped kit, make sure you go to our YouTube channel that's in this podcast description as well below in this YouTube description. So if you want to get your own, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, shoot us an email at thehermanjames.com or a DM on any of our platforms that you're now a subscriber to our YouTube channel to be picked to win your own free setup of Manscaped. Thanks for tuning in, thanks for sharing, and I can't wait to be in your ears next time.